Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 141 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us this week, where we interview creators just like yourself and talk with them about their strategies, their techniques, the different things that they do that make their YouTube channels tick. We are brought to you today by the fine folks over at TubeBuddy, the one tool that I'm always recommending to everyone. We have a free browser plugin as well as an iOS and Android app. If you want, you can go check that out. We've got all kind of new features coming down the pipeline. We've got uh, revamped A-B testing for your thumbnails. Uh, we've got new keyword tools that are coming out all the time, and the uh, the mobile apps are always getting better. So definitely go check them out. Link will be in the show notes of this episode. And we're brought to you by you guys, the, the people listening to the show. Uh, over on Patreon, for as little as a dollar, two dollars, five dollars a month, you get access to a creator Discord channel where we talk YouTube shop all throughout the week, all throughout the day. Uh, we've got new pledges coming in from Wolvie Menzez, Kimberly L, uh, Susan S, and Jim Clark. Thank you guys all so much for supporting the show in the previous week since the last show. If you want to do that, the link to support the show will be in the show notes below as well. Uh, I want to let you guys know that if you haven't already subscribed to this show, you need to do it now because we've got some amazing interviews already recorded. Yeah, you heard that right. We have already recorded some amazing interviews. Uh, I've got, a, I believe I got three right now recorded that all three of them, I remember getting done with them and being like, oh my goodness, that may have been one of the best ones we've ever done. Um, some really, really cool niches as far as like the different uh, areas that these channels are in. Like today, uh, the, the gentleman that I interview in today's uh, conversation was, uh, you know, is a high school football player. You'll hear his story. And he, you know, wanted to make it, you know, college and pro and didn't quite make it to where he wanted to go. So he started a YouTube channel of, you know, helping young kids get their names out there for college to recruit them into eventually making it into the pros. And he's done such a great job and his channel's over 120,000 subscribers amazing conversation. So I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So I want to kind of pump the brakes now. I want to let you guys know, I, I thank you so much for listening to the show every week. Don't forget to subscribe. If you haven't already, leave us a review over on iTunes. We always want to know what you guys are thinking. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's conversation. I'm so excited today to be joined by Marcus Sharp. He is a 22-year-old former football player who spotlights high school football players from all across the country. He takes his football knowledge to give advice to these high school athletes while also motivating them to continue for, for their passion for sports. Marcus, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Dusty? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Well, when I was, you know, scouring the internet, and I always I have a unique way that I, I look for people that I want to have on the show, Marcus. And it's not like I just take a, a, a you know, a dart and throw it at a board and hope somebody answers an email. <laughs> I go yeah. through all of the different categories in YouTube, and I take a look at the different channels, and I see what they're doing that is unique. I see the different types of content they're creating, and yours stood out to me in in that. You know, not only do you have a good presentation on camera, you're a good presenter, you're a great motivator, but you, you've also seemed to, to, to have this YouTube thing uh, kind of down to, to a pattern. And so I want to talk about your YouTube channel, Sharp Life. Uh, I mentioned it there very briefly in the opening. So if you would let my audience know a little more about you, Marcus, and what you do and your content. 
Okay, so uh, my name is Marcus Sharp. I am, as you said, 22-year-old former football player. And the main goal with my channel was when I was when I was in high school, I felt like through some coaching circumstances and the high school I went to not being as well known for uh, producing football players, I felt like I didn't get the opportunities to go and play bigger uh, college football that I felt that my talent warranted. And so I know that there are kids who go to much smaller schools who have much greater talent. And so after after coming to the realization that I wasn't going to be able to play professional football, I wanted to make sure that as I could help as many kids get to as far as they can in football. So if if the kid wants to go and play high-end Division One football, but they don't go to a big enough school, I want to make sure that I can potentially give them a platform where maybe maybe one day a coach's son or daughter is watching is on YouTube and they see my video and they go to their their dad and like, hey, like you might want to check this kid out and if a kid could get a scholarship off of one of my videos, like that's like the biggest goal for my channel. So let's talk about Sharp Life. So that is your YouTube channel. This is where you yes. put out your content. This is where you kind of spread the love per se. Uh, yeah. And, and, and describe kind of the origination of the channel. You just talked about kind of your main goal of wanting to help these kids uh, in a position to possibly get scholarships, get an education, and then eventually yes. obviously find careers, whether it be in or outside of football. Uh, and so with that being said, how did the Sharp Life YouTube channel come about? And talk about the process of that all starting up for you. Okay, so um, to, to start off the, the channel, it really started from me needing to find a new passion. Uh, as I said, I when I found out, or not, not when I found out, but when I just came to the realization that, you know what, Marcus, like you're not going to be able to make it to the NFL, like you need to find something else to do with your life. But as I know a lot of kids go through is when you're playing football or really any sport, that's the only thing that you really think about. You don't think about, oh, what if this doesn't work out? Oh, what if uh, what if I don't make it to the NFL? Like you put basically I just put all of my eggs in one basket. And so once I once I quit football, I had a very large uh, void for like I didn't have any passions that I could continue doing. And so I needed to I, I found myself being really bored. And the one thing that I that was very consistent was every single day since like eighth grade, I would watch a YouTube video every single day. It did and it would just range from various topics. It could be about cars, it could be about sports, uh, just gameplay, whatnot. And so I was just sitting there and I'm like, okay, for the past four or five years or so, you've been watching YouTube videos every single day and you've never even thought about ever making a single video for yourself. And so I thought, well, let's see if this works out. And so originally the channel was actually just a pure motivational channel. And so I was starting off with my motivational videos and then that kind of transitioned from the motivational videos to more workout centered videos. And the reason why I wasn't talking about football in the beginning, because it's what I know the most was because I was kind of resentful towards football. I was like, oh, I didn't make it. So I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to I don't want to have anything associated with it. Like if I'm going to do something like it has to be away from football. But as as I was as I was making my videos, I was I was finding that I 
didn't have the knowledge of topics that I had with football. And just me personally, I, li- I only like to really talk about things that I have knowledge for. And so I, I looked at my I looked at myself and I looked at the content I could produce and I said, OK, well, instead of being bitter towards it, you can take the struggles or whatnot that you had and turn it into a positive to help as many people as as you can on online because online can reach everywhere. <laughs> Well, I love what you do. I love what you're doing for these kids. And I have a quick specific question to ask you about that real quick. Mm -hmm. Are you having to ask permission for from these kids to to promote them? Or are they contacting you to feature them on your channel? Or what's the contact like? Or what's the communication like between yourself and one of these kids? So uh, it's a little bit of a mix of both. So I have something on my channel called Subscriber Sunday, which is where I'll have my subscribers. They just send me their highlights directly and I'll, I'll uh, watch their highlights that way. But then also I'll look at just some of the top ranked kids across the country. And I normally don't get in contact with them before making the video, but I would say like 70% of them normally contact me after the video saying, Hey man, I I really appreciate like the advice that you gave, or I just appreciate you just shouting me out because at the end of the day, like most of these kids, they're just because in in high school sports, it's like, okay, you might have like your, your local newspaper will like shout you out as like uh, athlete of the week or whatnot. But when you see that you're, what you're doing on the field is affecting people all across the country. Like it really means something to them. And so I want to let them know like, Hey, like, what you're doing is like really motivating a lot of kids across the country. And so it's it's a little, to answer your question, it's a little bit of a, a mix of both. I normally, I get a lot of highlights uh, sent to me, but I also go out of my way to um, just spotlight some random kids from across the country. Now, is your subscriber Sunday, is that an uploaded, edited video or is that a live stream? How do you, how do you kind of format that? So the subscriber Sunday itself, um, it's normally a, a structured video. And then also, I, I, I was having some pro- some problems with OBS here for like the past month or so, but um, I'm actually getting it back up. I've, I've finally fixed it. And so it, it is also a live stream as well. Okay, I like that. Now, what type of editing or creator experience did you have other than, oh, like the rest of us, you love watching YouTube probably even more than you do network TV? <laughs> Yeah. Um, So actually, I had none. I had, like I said, when I said I put all of my eggs in one basket, I literally put all of my eggs in one basket. I didn't even play high school basketball because the day the day that of my freshman year that the high school basketball tryouts were, we just had like a regular workout in football. And I didn't want to miss that workout over basketball. So I, I literally put all of my eggs in one basket. And so I really had no experience with uh, cinematography or video editing or really anything to do with the uh, video making process. So let's talk about the YouTube channel now. We kind of know what your purpose is. We know what your mission is, uh, which I love, by the way. I can't say that enough. I think Thank it's you. so cool that you're doing this for these kids, and YouTube is such a great platform. Um, now, are you doing this full-time now? Are you working another job? Kind of how, how big of a role is YouTube right now in your life? Uh, so thankfully, thankful to all the amazing people that support me, I have been able to do this full time and I definitely don't take that lightly because, uh, to be able to be in this position, I mean, it means the world to me. So with that being said, 
Let's kind of talk about now uh, the monetization aspect. If you're able to do this, what are you doing? I mean, if you don't mind sharing to to yeah. make money and, and to actually support yourself with the YouTube channel. I mean, I'm going to be honest with, with, with my viewers. You know, you're at or above 120K subscribers, so it's not like you're a smaller channel. You're getting on mm -hmm. up there. You're getting thousands of views per video. So what are you doing to make money on your channel? Uh, so as of right now, I'm just the regular ads that you place in your videos, but it's more of the, where you're placing the ads. So like, no, like when you're watching network TV, like you brought up normally when there's like uh, something really big is about to happen, there's always an ad or there's always a commercial that break that comes up. So I, I have my, my video structured in two, in two segments. So it's the beginning part where I'm introducing the player. So people know, okay, like, this is where this kid's coming from. This is where, like, some of the stats that he put up the year before, yada, 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 things like that. And then before I go into breaking down the player's highlights and, like, saying things that he can improve on or whatnot, uh, I'll normally put an ad right there so that you, you have to go through that ad to make sure that you get to, to see, like, the rest of the video. And so with these longer videos, what you're doing is you are – kind of strategically placing your ads where people are kind of, it's kind of like a teaser in the radio business you know they're, they're gonna want to yeah. see what's next if they've watched that far Definitely, um, yeah. what are you looking to do going forward to make more money because you and i both know the adsense revenue it's not like <laughs> you're gonna be yeah. rich or, or you know take a bunch of money to the bank with with that system so what are you looking to do to increase your revenue in different uh i guess you you know you talked about not putting your eggs in one basket with say football what are you mm -hmm. hoping to do here to diversify your income Definitely. Well, uh, live streaming is definitely going to be a a much bigger a much bigger part of my channel moving forward. Especially just because of just seeing how live streaming has just changed, even over like the past couple of months. I mean, it went from oh, okay, like there was a couple niche people that were that would live stream consistently to now everyone wants to be a full time live streamer. So that's something that I'm going to be adding, and then also something that I'm also going to be adding that's away from football is or away from the YouTube side is I'm also going to be um, getting into real estate <laughs> but um, but as far as far as getting every like how I'm gonna be increasing my revenue off of YouTube uh, like I said the live streams also merchandise and I also want to um, start holding camps for these kids so like mm. I can actually get them into a physical location and show actual, tape of oh like this is what this kid actually looks like when you put him in a competitive setting and it's some it's footage that college coaches wouldn't be able to see from the just their high school tape it's really neat that you're able to use youtube kind of as kind of like the core of what you're doing and and, and you're able to kind of evolve everything from that like having those camps that you just talked about being able to form relationships with these kids and these parents across the country is such a neat world that we live yeah, in um, now let me ask you this marcus what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on youtube I wish someone would have told me how important thumbnails are. Thumbnails, my channel, it, it grew drastically. I mean, at, at the time where I started really focusing on my thumbnails, I had maybe, I think I was just hitting my first 100 subscribers. And from the time it took me to reach my first 100 subscribers, that was like a year. But the time it took me to get from 100 to 400 was like two or three months. So, I mean, your thumbnail is 
the preview to your video. I mean, you could have the most amazingly edited video. You can have cinema quality uh, cameras used in the video, but if you don't have a good thumbnail, people just simply aren't going to click on the video. So talk about that's interesting. The the rate of growth that your YouTube channel saw because I, I get so many people, and, and you could imagine it gets tiring for me to hear people. Oh, definitely. Well, how do I grow my YouTube channel? And then I go to their channel, and they've uploaded like twice in the past six months. <laughs> and yes. so it, it does it does get frustrating. So just just give people in comparison so they can kind of compare kind of where they're at, and, and you know they may be a little below you, a little above you as far as the rate of growth goes. But you said, I mean, for the first one hundred subscribers, it took you a year that's a long yes. time for just 100 subscribers but you stuck with it and now you're 120,000 subscribers strong you're getting tens of thousands of views on your on your each of your videos that you're uploading and so talk about that rate of growth how did it go after you know you got the 400 500 subscribers how, how quickly did that kind of snowball yeah so uh as like like you said um I since I say, oh, yeah, I'm a full time YouTuber. Everyone's asking, oh, how did you get into it? I always tell people you have to fall in love with making the videos before you ever think about money, because, mm. uh, again, like it, the same way it took me uh, about a year to hit my first hundred subscribers. It also took me about a year to make my first hundred dollars. You have to fall in love with the video making process, just the ability to be creative. You have to fall in love with that first, because. Like I said, so the first year, about a, my first 100 subscribers, and then it took me about another two to three months to reach 400. But then after 400, uh, again, like I, I have to thank my subscribers. I had a very niche market of Florida State fans, which is really interesting because I live in California and I was reaching all of these fans who were living in Florida. And every single time I would post a video about a Florida State player that was uh, going to the school the next year, that video would do extremely well compared to the, uh, my other videos. Like at that time, those videos would do about a thousand views within the first week, whereas my other videos would do like one to two hundred views. And um, once once I once I found that market, it my channel it really started to snowball. After I had four hundred subscribers, I hit a thousand subscribers maybe a two another two months after that and then um <clears throat> and then after after the first thousand it, it really just started to snowball but i had to stay consistent with it like you have to be consistent three to five videos a week every single week yeah consistency is a huge part of it being able to <laughs> being able to weather the storm of, yes of people asking you well are you really doing anything are mm -hmm. you you know they, they they go and they say well how many subscribers do you have and you're like well i've only got 1200 subscribers like oh man that's that's super yeah. low because at the end of the day most people are watching the larger creators and they're seeing those Definitely. big numbers they don't understand the work that it takes to get there and that's why you know in my day-to-day -day life you you know, whether it be at school or at church or wherever I'm at, uh, my wife and I, we, uh, we've been married now for eight years. We have the, the folks listening to the show know that, well, I appreciate that. Uh, we have one daughter that's three years old and we have another one on the way. And so I'm kind of in the circles right now of, of preschool with, with my first daughter. And these mm -hmm. people are, are asking me, they're like, what do you do for a living? Cause you know, that, that's a conversation yeah. that, that gets brought up in a normal day-to-day -day conversation. Definitely. And I say, well, you know, I, I make YouTube videos, I produce podcasts, I do a lot of content creation, and the first thing they ask me is, oh, 
is there really money in that? Or, oh, yes, really do that, you know? And so it's funny that, that you say that, but people, I just want to encourage you guys out there. Marcus just did such a great job of laying it out there for you. It's not going to happen overnight. And Marcus it, it really has, has weathered the storm. Let's talk about your production for a minute. I asked you before the show, where you located, you are in the beautiful city of Los <laughs> Angeles, California, all yes. the way across the country from me, but that's the beauty of the internet. Uh, yes. What, what, what are some tools that you use, Marcus, on a weekly basis for your YouTube channel, whether it be software, hardware, internet resource? What are you using to get the job done? Uh, so as of right now, I'm using the Adobe Suite, so Adobe Premiere and Adobe Photoshop to make my thumbnails. And that's really the that's really the core of my whole channel. Like, um, like I said, uh, I really needed to learn all of this stuff like I didn't have any training in Photoshop in high school or video production in high school. So is uh, also with falling in love with the video making process, you have to fall in love with getting better with your videos. Yes. Yes. Like, I mean, I would spend, I would spend three, four hours just watching videos of color theory. Like uh, why, why do some people like to look at certain videos over others, camera angles, lighting, uh, color grade like every everything that i could possibly find because it, i know i know most people some people are gonna go and look at my channel after this and be like oh he's just a reaction channel and funny enough when i started my youtube channel i i always said i hated reaction channels because i always just felt like it was just stealing content and so i was when i was making my channel i said i need to do everything that i can to make this my own content i need to i i, I didn't want it to just be me turning on the camera Hey, I'm gonna watch this kid play a eight eight minute video or whatnot. Okay, cool. Yeah, subscribe to me and turn on the notifications. Like, no, I wanted to make sure I was putting time into these videos so people could see like he he is actually trying to diversify his content and mm -hmm. make each video player specific and not just this cookie cutter uh, system. Hmm. If you could give some. Uh, advice, a piece of advice to an emerging YouTuber, someone starting out, someone looking to grow their channel, what would that piece of advice be? To really, I, I always, I always fall back onto something my dad said. He always said, treat your hobbies like a job and eventually they'll pay you like it. So if, if you really, if YouTube is something that you really want to do, take the time to maybe take a master class on editing or uh, how you can improve your camera angles depending on the content that you're making like always look to be improving never never stagnate in your creative process Never stagnate in your creative process. I love that your dad sound, sounds like a pretty smart guy Yeah, um, and so you can tell him I said that um, So let's talk about the future for a second uh, in closing of this interview. I always like to ask people kind of um uh, a couple of questions. The first one being, what do you think are your strengths and what do you think are your weaknesses as a creator? So I think that my strengths are definitely just my ability to be myself on camera. I, I would, if, if any of my subscribers ever meet me in person, it's not going to be like I'm a completely different person. The person that you see on the camera is a, the exact same person that you're going to meet in real life. And I feel like people can, can see that through the camera. They're like, oh, like he's not just gassing me up or he's not just putting on a front. Like the energy that I have on camera is the same energy that I have in real life. Mm -hmm. And I would say my biggest weakness is getting 
taking the videos from out of my confined studio so uh, like my room and taking it and doing more things outside of outside of my room whether that be skits or actually going to the high school games to uh, spotlight the specific games uh really just i needed to start breaking out of the out of the shell that i have so far you know it's funny you say that (laughs) that that is kind of people would think as a creator as a youtuber that you would be you would automatically be an extrovert Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I mean, I love people. I'm a people's person. Uh, my wife, not so much. She's she's more of an introvert. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because we we build these studios in our house. We have our computers. We have our set, and we record these videos. But when we think about the prospect of going outside of the studio, outside of our rooms, outside of mm-hmm. the house where we create these videos, it, it becomes a little nerve wracking. And even Definitely. for me. Um, I've been asked to speak at conferences and, and, and different, you know, VidCon places like that uh, and, and had companies offer to, to, to take me out at like podcast movements and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I, I've done one. And I'll be honest with you, I felt like I was about to throw up <laughs> before, I, <laughs> before I went on the stage because at the end of the day, we're so comfortable. And I think that's mm-hmm. the word that I want to use. We're so comfortable with what we do with creating these videos that sometimes it takes a little uncomfort. It, it takes us to get a little uncomfortable to really take our, our, ourselves and our content to the next level. And so Definitely. I love kind of what you said there. Let's talk about the future of Sharp Life and the YouTube channel that you've built up so nicely. Uh, so final question I have for you. What are you looking to do in the short and long term to grow this channel even more than it is now? So short term, uh, I'm actually in the process of hiring an editor so that I can alleviate some of the uh, date like daily editing uh, challenges because uh, right now the laptop I have it is for my my core videos it does fine for like the 10 minute videos yeah we can knock those out really quickly but as far as producing longer form content uh, my laptop is is not holding up so hiring an editor to be able to get more content out to my audience is definitely moving forward. Also expanding into basketball is something that I'm going to be doing to be able to take it from just high school football and really developing it into more of a sports network where I'm covering every single channel. That's cool, man. Now, I'm a baseball fan, so I mean, you know, one day, you know, mm-hmm. and down the road, I want you to include baseball as well. I, I definitely just, will. <laughs> uh, this year, you know, our our beloved Atlanta Braves, you know, we finally made it yeah. back to the playoffs, and it was a sad, sad state of affairs. But hey, <laughs> uh, you know what, man? Keep doing your thing. I'm so happy for you. Uh, all Thank of you. these kids that are getting featured on your channel, you're, you're doing this in a positive way too. Like, I want my audience to know, go check out uh, Marcus's channel because it's not like he's just you know, going and talking over these video clips. Like, he's literally talking about them, but but you can tell it's in a helpful way, and he wants to help these kids, and he wants to see them succeed. And it's so cool that you used your story of not quite making it to where you thought you would in, in, in the hopes of, of helping other kids along the way. Uh, and well, so you. if there's someone out there listening to this wanting to check out kind of what we've talked about today, where can they find you on the Internet? So they can find me at Sharp Life, that is S-H-A-R-P-E, Life on YouTube, and then Always Sharp 8 on both Instagram and Twitter. Love it. Marcus, thank you so much for your time today. This has been an awesome conversation, and I hope to uh, have you on some sometime uh, you know, in the future. Definitely. Thank you for having me, Dusty. 
You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.